Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader, where I sit down on my lunch break and we go over some scripture, all of it pointed towards developing a better picture of what a godly man looks like. So, going through the man cars one at a time, and we are in Psalm 112 today, and it's short enough, I'm going to read the whole thing. So, let's get into it. Praise the Lord! How blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in the darkness for the upright, and his gracious and compassionate. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. It will main, he will maintain his cause in judgment. For he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear until he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. He has given freely to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted in honor. The wicked will see it and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Awesome. Oh, I forgot the little title at the beginning of all the Psalms is actually in the verse. For... No, okay, not in this one. A lot of them have it, like a Psalm of David or uh, that sort of thing. This ah, this one doesn't have one of those, but those are in Hebrew in a lot of them. So, how do you feel after that? That's That's awesome. It's like, yes! Uh, it's a fantastic uh, psalm. So what's the central theme? The central theme is do what's right and uh, fear God and be honest, do the best you can and God will make everything work out. It's, it's worded a lot more eloquently, of course, uh, with a lot more details and things. And uh, I would I would like to mention, though, that the this isn't going to be like every single moment of every single day. You're only ever going to have good times to come in when you're righteous and, and follow the Lord, because obviously that's not that's not the case. Uh, plenty of people who do their best fall on hard times. Bad things happen to everybody. Um, but this is speaking in a in a kind of big picture sense. In, in general, you don't have uh, criminals doing really well. Most of the criminals are in prison. Most of the good and honest people are on the street doing you know, pretty well for themselves, at least fair to Midland. And so that's... Um, sort of the, the picture being presented here is not that you're going to go become a millionaire because you go to church every Sunday and tithe, but rather that when you follow this good advice, when you follow those fundamental tenets, your life is going to be a lot better than if you didn't. And uh, you'll look around and see everybody else that does the same thing where they follow the, the commandments, everybody else that fears God and uh, does their best to be fair and honest and righteous. They get by all right and they do pretty well. Um, and the, the people that don't 
get what's coming to them most of the time. So once again, not to say that any one wicked person uh, might not succeed, but also it, that rich people won't fail. It's it's a big picture. It's it's a big picture. Yes, there are bad things that happen to good people, and there are good things that happen to bad people, and it's it's part of life. It's why life isn't a slot machine or a vending machine. It's, you don't know. You just do your best and keep moving on. So, how does this inspire you? I don't know. It, for me, it inspires me just to keep on keeping on. Um, to know that God will reward uh, each man according to his labors. And to just do my best to kind of work work hard. Uh, once again, we're not talking in a context of salvation at all here. This is... Uh, uh, these kind of promises you can see claimed by people that aren't uh, in the church at all. Uh, I can't count how many uh, get-rich-quick gurus talk about giving back to the community and being generous and being kind and talking about how it makes them wealthy, and that's uh, so one of the secrets to success they've discovered. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's right here in the Bible, actually. Um, and uh, all of that doesn't do anything but get you money um, or wealth or success or responsibility, it still doesn't save you from sin and death. Only Jesus does that. Um, but we're talking about how to live well now that we've been saved from sin and death by Jesus and how to um, how to bring all that together. So that's the idea. Is we're going to do these things because, uh, out of gratitude, because we've been saved from sin and death by Jesus. We're going to strive for these things, but not that these will save us. Uh, so... Um, how does this inspire me, though, is just to keep on keeping on with it and to to do my best each and every day, knowing that God's, God's going to make it all work out, even if he's got to write the balance in, uh, in the world to come, you know. He'll, uh, he'll pay it back. That's part of storing up treasures in heaven, is you're, you're putting what would have been earthly deeds, earthly goods, earthly rewards, you're putting those kind of in a, in a heavenly bank account where they'll gather interest, presumably. However, that works on a spiritual plane. So, um, how can we fear the Lord uh, in like a very specific way? Because it, it keeps coming up, the, uh, the man who fears the Lord, uh, we, he won't be afraid of evil tidings. That's, that's kind of the fundamental tendon right at, up front is how blessed is the man who fears the Lord, greatly delights in his commandments, and then bum, bum, bum. So I'd say at first that that second phrase kind of connects directly to blesses the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. He throws them both out there like they're connected. So um, from like on a on a uh, on a scriptural basis, you know, obviously um, enjoying the commandments that God gave us and uh, following and obeying, and you have you know Jesus the great his a uh, new commandment I give to you is. Uh, Love, love one another. You know, is the two greatest commandments: love God and love your neighbor. And uh, John, in his uh, in his gospel, and then later in the um, in his epistles, just really like drills at home that you have to love, and love is sort of the the glue that makes everything happen. Um, so, as Christians, then of course, obeying his commandments would be to to love. Uh, love everyone and show that show that love love being not like squishy warm inside emotions but rather an intentional course of action for 
uh, to do what's best for other people. Um, not what they want you to do, but what is genuinely best for them. Um, which, you know, isn't always giving them what they want, as any decent parent knows, but, you know, knowing when to tell them no, knowing when to call them out when they're being stupid, those sorts of things. You're doing what is best for them to develop and grow as a person. That's how you show love. Uh, which, you know, can be something as simple as helping them put groceries in a car or giving them shoes when they don't have any. Um, and so that's the way that we fear the Lord is we are living in that constant uh, place of um, obedience to, to God's commandment to, to love one another and, and show our love for God by showing it to each other. Um, because if you like somebody, you take care of their children. And um, in the sense that we are all beings created by God, we are God's children. There's some theological nuance there about who is uh, a child of God or only the ones that are saved in the church. And uh, we're adopted uh, heirs with Christ. But in the sense of being created by God, we are God's children. Uh, in the sense that he made all of us. The earth is the Lord's and all it contains the world and those who dwell therein. Psalm 24, one of the random verses I've memorized over the years. So, um, it's just a awesome, it's a long passage uh, with a lot of stuff in it. I just love the idea that because you fear God, um, because you're following his commandments, uh, your kids are going to be set up okay. Um, your worldly provisions are going to be taken care of. His righteousness endures forever. Um, I think that plays into the idea that store up your treasures in heaven. Uh, the, the idea that in doing kindness to others, um, God accredits that to your account somehow. Uh, we see that idea. It sounds weird, but we see that idea all over the New Testament uh, in certain areas. And once again, that's separate from salvation. That's separate from being saved from sin and death, uh, which is um, only through Jesus Christ, but not through... Um, through anything that you do here. So, uh, wealth and riches. Uh, light arises in the darkness for the upright. Which is such a cool picture. Um, everything goes well for the person who's generous and, and lends and takes care of people. So back in the day, they didn't have banks or anything. So if somebody was stuck, they came on hard times and they needed um, money to get by, they had to ask their friends and their family their neighbors to uh to help them out and uh, according to the old testament you're not allowed to charge them interest for that if you did lend them money give them the money and then they would repay you the exact money that you gave them there would be no no extra overtime um, so yeah and just because you fear god down in verse seven he will not fear evil tidings his heart is steadfast trusting in the lord his heart is upheld he will not fear going down into eight until he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. And that because you're afraid of God, you don't have to be afraid of anything else. Or, well, because you fear God. Fear, in the biblical sense, is more of reverence and respect and honor um, in the way that you may fear a gun because you know what it can do. And so you respect, not that you would be afraid of it and cower from you know a gun sitting on the table, you know it wouldn't harm you, uh, and so, you, but you still respect that if I misuse this, if I take this for granted, the moment that happens, very terrible things can happen immediately. And having that reverence for 
the god of the universe who could wipe out the planet if he sneezed and felt like it or whatever. Um, just having that same amount of, of reverence and awe um, in, in his approach. Obviously, as Christians, perfect love casts out fear. We now can boldly approach the throne of grace and other phrases pulled from snippets of Bible verses. The main idea is that as Christians, our relationship changed to that of beloved children um, who now do not need to be afraid of God and afraid of his justice and mercy, but it still behooves us to stand in sort of a, a sense of wonder and awe and reverence of how much he's really capable of. Um, so it's, you know, it's the same as if you have a friend who just is like holding a handgun and they're your friend. Nothing's changed, but like he's holding a handgun. You're like, oh, okay. Like, if you're solid with that guy and you know who he is, you know, you're both at the range or whatever, you're not afraid every time he picks the handgun up. Um, but it doesn't mean you forget that he's got a gun, and that's what that gun can do. And uh, so, anyway, I don't know if that helped at all, clarifying things, or I just muddied the waters. Uh, so, yeah, it's awesome passage, and I, I love, it's literally just a list of things that, God makes sure happens, makes sure happens for, for the righteous. Um, and once again, we're looking at a, in a big picture sense in the God causes all things to work together for the good of those that love him kind of deal. Um, you know, it's all, it's all in God's timing, but these are things that he, you know, his word plainly says this happens. Um, so whether he's got to set it right later or, um, he does it all along the way, God's got your back. And I'm going to end on that note. Uh, I've got the questions and the scripture down in the description. Go ahead and shoot me your answers for them. Uh, ask me any questions you may have. And it's been good talking with you. Thanks for watching and listening how you listen. I'll see you next time. Godspeed.